Well, it's 2024, and as they say, new year, new you, I suppose. So what's a better way to start off the new year than going on a trip or planning a trip? Yeah. And what's the easiest way to take this trip that you just decided to take? You're welcome. Head over to our friends at Zip Travel Company, and they will help you plan this trip. So not only will they help you plan your trip, it's also no cost to you. They'll help you plan your itinerary. Mm-hmm. They'll also look for deals for you. So when you book, if there's discounts that happen later on or anything else that can save you money, they will actually help you do that so you can save money and they will look out for deals for you all the time. Because let's face it, it can be confusing to book a trip to uh, Orlando or anywhere else in the world. So these travel experts will help you plan your trip, guide you through the whole process, and it's completely free. If you head on over to travelwithzip.com, there's a form there you can fill out. They will get in touch with you. Just let them know whatever plans you have or if you're just looking for deals, they'll also let you know that as well. And on top of that, if you do book a trip through this link, travelwithzip.com, and because you're a listener of the show, we'll give you some goodies as well. So Zip will leave you a goodie bag at your hotel, which sometimes we even get those, which is always a great thing to have on your trip. But we'll also give you a free t-shirt and you'll get $10 in shop credit that you can use for CTM Apparel or 1901 Candle Company products as well. So go to travelwithzip.com to book your trip today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. My name is Jamie Lee, and I'm joined by my husband, Mr. Jared Lee. Hello, Jared. Hello. Well, I got a question. Okay. Always do. Okay. Uh, Have you ever seen Jaws all the way through? The movie? The movie Jaws. I don't think I have. I actually don't. Because it came... When did that movie come out? I would have been a kid. 70s? Yeah. So, uh, I wasn't even born when that came out. Sure. And I never... Here's the thing, even as a child, I've never cared much for the water, never cared really for the beach, so mm-hmm. I kind of was like, I'm good, but I've right. known of it, obviously. So I'm guessing you haven't seen the subsequent sequels. I know of them and their terribleness, <laughs> but no, I have not seen. Isn't like Jaws 2 or 3, like the shark literally goes for revenge? I think so. I think it's Jaws 3. <laughs> is that what it I is? I don't know. One of them, I don't know if that's sequel. One of them I know people are talking about the, the shark literally like is has a vendetta out for a specific human. And I'm like, that will, okay. That's, I suppose that could happen. Uh, the only reason I bring it up, because I, I think I saw a story today about a woman who was in the water, like in the ocean or whatever, and she got her leg bitten by a shark. Mm. and wasn't upset about it. She was just like, don't hurt the shark. The shark didn't know. I shouldn't have been there. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This lady is like a huge like shark stand. Like apparently like sharks can do no wrong, even though it bit her leg. She was just very much, you know, for sharks. I, think I that thought that was funny. needs a little bit more uh, survival mechanisms kicked in maybe. But, but it's but, so funny because she wasn't scared of the sharks. She just was like, oh, right. that was my bad. Sorry about that. But like, like if you're... But with that attitude, why would you then be in the water? Like, like I'm confused. I'm not sure the circumstances before that. I just, I just saw. Does this happen to her a lot, and she doesn't get mad? <laughs> I don't think so. 
<laughs> I think she just really likes sharks. Like, oh, my bad. I was I, I was acting like a seal. I, I apologize. I shouldn't have done Whoops. that. Uh, but we aren't going to talk about Jaws today. I just wanted to know what Jared's like background about Jaws was because um, my, my experience is limited as well. But I was going to ask you, have you, have you seen the whole thing? I have seen bits and pieces of the first one. But again, it came out before us and it wasn't really on my radar as a child. Oh, you I know. know. Like, I remember the ride at Universal. Mm-hmm. Yep. I remember the, the, ride. the doll's eyes. I remember <laughs> that part. But. Um, but anyway, so but we're, today we're actually going to talk about um, mostly news. We don't really have anything big, except we have some information about DreamWorks Land coming soon. And we're going to talk about that. But before we get to the news, we want to mention some housekeeping stuff. Take it away, Jared. Well, <laughs> won't this be a, I was going to say something about taking a bite out of it, but. Oh, I like a shark? Yeah. Take a bite out of the housekeeping. I kept thinking what happened was to take mm-hmm. a bite out of crime. And I was like, that's not the that's same not thing. That's not the same thing. Not the same nope. thing at all. Nope. What I will say though, if you're watching us on YouTube, or if you want to watch us on YouTube, you can do that. We have video versions of the podcast over there at CTM Podcast on YouTube. And if you are watching us there, please like this video, subscribe to the channel. And if you're listening to us, an old trusty regular audio podcast, just like a CB radio, just <laughs> your trusty friend, we greatly appreciate that as well. And if you please subscribe there and leave us a review, we'd greatly appreciate it. And if you want even more content, you can join Club 32 and you're thinking, what's Club 32? Well, that's the best place to get more content, interact with us a bit more because it's a smaller little, you know, closer community of people there. And it's the best way to contribute to the show if you if you choose to do that. And uh, we have some exclusive content there. We're going to have some new, uh, I think we're going to add some, you know, like, I don't know if a new podcast, but extra podcast episodes over there because most people listen via that way still to this day. So probably do that. But we also have live streams like Cool Kids Kitchen, which is a monthly live stream where we make a dish. We made beignets this uh, this past couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. We have the Club 32 Speakeasy. We have the Club 32 Show, which is a live stream we do every Tuesday and hang out with all the members there. And uh, always a good time. Who knows what's going to show up there. We have room tours. like We stayed over at Port Orleans French, uh, French Quarter mm-hmm. over uh, on Thursday night. And uh, we give a room tour there, kind of walked around the resort. And uh, all sorts of things. Got a private yeah. podcast, or excuse me, private Facebook group. Got a private podcast feed. Get 20% off of CTM Apparel and 1901 Candle Company products and a lot more stuff. So if you want to check that out, you can go to ctmvip.com. You have monthly or yearly options and you even have a free trial if you don't try it out. So again, ctmvip.com is where you go for that. Yes, um. yeah, All right. Yes, indeed. Yes. <laughs> well, um, let's get to uh, the news to get to the, the bulk of the uh, the episode here. So uh, the first thing we're going to talk about and the biggest thing we're going to talk about is that DreamWorks Land is officially opening this summer. And we have some more information about it. We do. We do. So those that aren't in the up on this, this used to be the Kid Zone at uh, Universal Orlando. The Woody Woodpecker Kid Zone area. Yes. And it's been, they decide, you know, they shut it down and slowly have been releasing details. And now we have a whole lot of details about what this new redesigned land is going to be. So DreamWorks land is going to be in three sections. So you're going to have Trolls, you're going to have Shrek, and you have Kung Fu Panda. Those are going to be your main three parts there. Uh, the Shrek area is going to have Shrek's house, which mm-hmm. they haven't said this, but this is where... It, People remember when Shrek, you know, the, the, I don't know, it was the ride, but the 3D show that was there attached to that was where Shrek and then you could meet Donkey. And Donkey always had like a stand up comedian or somebody voicing him that was always really funny. Even though Shrek is not a new 
franchise by any means. This was always still really popular. So that's sticking around. They're moving that back here and into Shrek's house, which makes a lot of it's sense. It's called Shrek's Swamp Meat. Yes, and it says guests can visit Shrek's Swamp Meat to interact with beloved characters Shrek, Princess Fiona, and Donkey. 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 And the noble steed eager to joke around and converse with guests just outside of Shrek's cottage. And they have Shrek's Swamp for Little Ogres. And this ogre-sized play area features four fun slides, wet play areas, and a playground where guests can climb, bounce, and splash around as well as venture into Shrek's outhouse. It's just a playground for little kids, basically. Yes. I mean, it's it, it Fivel's Playland was like right in this spot that Shrek's area is going in. And we've talked about how Fivel's Playland is like literally like traumatizing for me just because we lost our son there um so we i'm hoping him, i'm hoping this is more um easier to navigate because he is only four and he'll still want to play with it i'm sure well um, i think but, in these uh, yeah a lot of times it's like a line of sight yeah which that's is what one, i mean that's what I which mean. is one reason why i don't i also don't like i know you don't have a problem with it but over in animal kingdom at disney world the play area over there i oh you hate it i hate it because you cannot <laughs> keep line of sight Especially if we got a little one, and it's just, I, I never relax there. I hate it, but <laughs> kids enjoy it. But we also have Mama Luna Feline Fiesta, and this is from Puss in Boots 2, The Last Wish, and this comes alive with a new interactive experience that takes place in Mama Luna's retirement home for cats. And here, guests can get to play with Mama Luna's mini cats on vivid interactive screens activated by buttons, bells, maracas, and levers, and they might even spot the one and only Puss in Boots himself. And there is King Harold's Swamp Symphony. It says guests can create their own melodious masterpiece. Melodious. Melodious. One of those words. <laughs> as they trigger a choir of ever-changing frog ribbits by continually stomping on an array of interactive lily pads. Mm -hmm. And then finally, there is Swamp Snacks. Families can feast like an ogre at this new kiosk, which will serve scrumptious snacks inspired by Shrek, including a Shretzkel. I think I said that correctly. Shrexel. Shrexel. I can't say Shrexel. that. Shrexel. Shrexel. Yep. Uh, far, far a waffle and frozen ogre and more. So that is everything in the Shrek area. So the Swamp Symphony and the Feline Fiesta, that's just like interactive play things, right? I mean, that's the only thing I can That's think what of. it seemed like, yeah. Yeah. With perhaps like character meet and greets maybe like hanging. You know how they used to always come out yeah. there like especially in the DreamWorks theater area. I could see maybe. something like that maybe. Okay. Um I'm I'm uh I'm kind of a uh, interested about the Shrexel. Is that like a pretzel but it's shaped like Shrek? Probably, unless okay. it's green as well. Ooh, they make it green. They could make it green. They could make it green. Or they could not. I don't know if people would like a green pretzel, but maybe. Um and they do have some concept art in this uh this press release about the each land or each each section of the land and it's pretty i mean it's it's cute it's very i would say authentic but it's not like too much you know it's pretty it's pretty simple um but you know this is this is definitely for kids so um the shrug the shrek part is like yeah there's not much going on it looks like that's okay though. well it makes me wonder and i've heard rumors of this that they're going to do like another shrek movie which would mm -hmm. make a lot of sense if they do uh on it personally speaking do you remember the shrek movies uh, yeah, I do. They're like Shrek. I, I loved Shrek. Shrek 2 was an excellent movie. Now, mm -hmm. Shrek 3, I don't remember much about. I don't think I liked it as much, but I think the Shrek movies are really good. So I, you know, I feel like going through all this effort for an IP that is well over 10 years old leads me to think there's going to be more Shrek movies. Mm -hmm. And uh, but again, that meet and greet was always really popular. 
So I'm happy to see that right. come back. And uh, yeah. So. It was pretty popular. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Let's move on to the next part. Next part, we have Trolls. The Trolls, trolls. area, which our children will be very excited about. Oh, yes. Uh, this says, a magnificent fountain featuring favorite Trolls characters, Poppy and Branch, sit at the center of the Trolls village where Fantasmazing amazing. Fantasmazing energy flows and guests can relax and find their happy place. Yeah, this is the this is the area that my kids are going to want to be at the most just because they love them some trolls and uh, they know it the best versus all the three. Yes, our, both of our kids love trolls. So <laughs> the main thing you have here is the trolls troller coaster, which we assume this was the old uh, this was Woody the Woodpecker, right? Yeah, yeah Woody Woodpecker yeah. coaster. So mm-hmm. after strolling through a dazzling marquee starring cherished trolls characters, Poppy, Viva, Tiny Diamond, Satin, and Chanel. Guests of all ages. Satin and Chanel. I thought it was Chanel. 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 Okay. It's Captain and Tennille. Oh, okay. Satin okay. and Chanel. <laughs> Guests of all ages can take a ride on the iconic Cater Bus, escaping evil spiders as they speed along a bright orange and yellow track aboard this family-friendly roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's bright green. It is. I don't think they changed. In, I don't know if they added it, take away anything from the track or not. Um, from the construction photos I can see. I'm not sure if they did. They added some spiders. Um, well, I just mean of the track itself. I don't think they changed anything of it. Are you sure? I, they could have. I don't know. I, I have to look closer at it. But Because I remember this ride was very short. It is very short. So yeah. I'm wondering if this is maybe one where they go through two passes. Eventually, maybe, maybe. maybe. some I mean, coasters do that, especially like kitty coasters. They at least painted it. They at least painted they it did. yellow and green. The other, it was it used to be red and blue. Well, into like and yellow. Woody Woodpecker is a very old IP, yeah, so just updating it for you know stuff that kids know nowadays. Sure. So there's also going to be Poppy's Playground. So it says nestled under a giant 20 foot mushroom is Poppy's Playground, a shaded play area featuring colorful flowers and bugs with a bountiful array. Of fun bouncing and climbing structures for the youngest of trolls. Okay. And then there's Trolls Treats. Poppy's boom box from Trolls Band Together has been transformed into a playful kiosk that offers up brightly colored Trolls ice cream treats inspired by Poppy and Branch, like the pink lemonade flavored Poppy Licious Pink and Huckleberry flavored Brozone Berry. I, I want like, that Brozone. I like I like going to the Brozone. <laughs> and then we have the High Five Hideaway. It says Cloud Guy hosts this new retail location featuring the latest merchandise, including plush, uh, excuse me, including apparel, plush, and accessories from Shrek, Trolls, Kung Fu Panda, Gabby's Dollhouse, and more. Yeah. So that is everything going into Trolls. Okay. And then we have finally Kung Fu Panda, which there's going to be a new Kung Fu Panda movie coming out. So mm-hmm. this timing is probably very good. So it says, guests embark on thrilling and fun adventures alongside the lovable Panda Poe, excuse me, from the action-packed world of the Kung Fu Panda movies. Uh, First, we have Poe's Kung Fu Training Camp, inspired by the hit Kung Fu Panda films. This all-new play area brings the Panda Village to life like like never before. Within both wet and dry play areas, guests have the opportunity to help the pandas wash and dry their laundry, with enormous water cannons, dump buckets, giant fans, and more. Guests will also encounter fun elements throughout the experience, including an interactive gong, mischievous giggling baby pandas, and oversized merry-go-round noodle bowls from Mr. Ping's Noodle Shop. Mm -hmm. Now, this is the old Curious George play area. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and from the concept art, it's kind of what they kind of done with this is I think pretty good. They, they've kept that basically like the bones of that building and just rethemed it all. Now it used to be inside. Yeah. There was that big, you had, you could shoot the balls and a bunch of the yeah. play area. I think they, they're completely redoing all that. Well, it's, it's, I mean, it's already set up for the water features. Yes. So that's, that was that's already good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we actually, when we did the float, um, we tossed the, the beads from the float a couple of weeks ago. We actually was, were backstage and we could see it almost down, just down to it's like the framing. Yeah. So they had just taken everything out and they're leaving the framing, like we said. So it'll be all different, but it'll look like a, like kind of like it did, but just completely rethemed. So kind of like it did, but completely different. <laughs> Is it the same, but it's also different. Very different, right. but the same. Right. Uh, there's also Poe Live in this digital interactive meet and greet experience gives guests the opportunity to interact with the famous dragon warrior himself as he teaches them cool Kung Fu moves, mm. cooks some delicious stir fry and babysits his little cousin Ling Ling all at the same time. Okay. And then there is some additional experiences featuring DreamWorks characters. And it says here there's DreamWorks Imagination Celebration. And the popular DreamWorks animation stories leap off the screen and come to life in DreamWorks Imagination Celebration. This multi-sensory adventure combines hit pop songs, high energy dancing, advanced technology, and more to create an imaginative party atmosphere that will transport guests to the worlds of their favorite characters within their all-new DreamWorks Theater. And then there is the DreamWorks Character Zone. And then here this says guests can meet and greet and interact with their favorite DreamWorks characters like Gabby from Gabby's Dollhouse and more. So uh, going back to the imagination celebration about the like um, multi-sensory adventure thing that comes to life and all that stuff. is I'm guessing this is where Destination DreamWorks used to be. And they're going to redo that theater and make it into this. Like I'm only assuming. That's what I. That's what it seems like. Yeah. Yeah. So so we can't see. So there is some construction photos of all this stuff, mm -hmm. but it's really we are like we already knew the roller coaster and Shrek's house, but the other stuff it's really hard to see some of this mm -hmm. until now. We didn't know a lot of these details. So yes, I think that that because I was curious too about the DreamWorks theater that was back there, but that probably they probably didn't change much with that. I would guess maybe a little bit of the. That whole area when you first walk in was just kind of bland. So they probably yeah. added some stuff in there with the interactive side and then the theater itself. I would assume maybe operates the same, which you had those rotating groups of characters that would come out for a little bit mm -hmm. and then they would go back and they would change them out. So, you know, maybe it's something like that. But yeah, uh, but yeah I mean, I, I think yeah. this is a great thing for especially one of the biggest complaints we've ever talked about Universal is not a lot of stuff to do for littles. Mm -hmm. And this is yes. a big step, I think, in the right direction because multiple play areas, IPs that kids love. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you know, the adults aren't going to care much about this probably. And, you know. Well, no. Which <laughs> no, they're not. It's, it, to <laughs> me, it's the same thing as like uh, Minion Blast. Uh, a lot of people really hated on that when it opened, but I was like, for what it is and what it what it serves which is for families and like little kids i think it's a great addition it's not you know not everything has to be you know hagrid's mm -hmm. uh yeah I, I think this is cool and, and again we've talked about many times updating these ips because universal now has the ips that they can do this and yeah. i think it's a 
I don't know. I think it sounds really cool. I mean, well, I know our kids will like most of this. And, you know, we talk about these three sections and all that's in it. And just keep in mind that these sections are very small. Like, this is not a big area no, at all. No, it's, it's not. So when they say there's going to be, like, in Shrek, that there's going to be the the meet, the meet and greet, the playground, the um, interactive experiences, and then the, the swamp snacks, that's all in a very tight little area. And then you move into Trolls, and then back there is the Kung Fu Panda. So the only thing that I think think that the only thing that i'm thinking there's going to be an interesting thing to where they're going to put it is the the um the trolls uh the trolls treats like where that's going to go and the high five hideaway like the gift shop like where's the space for that if you remember right so basically where shrek's going to go was all the area they have for fivel's play area right and if you remember right granted the kid zone has never been big but that fivel play area was pretty big like it had a pretty big footprint for just did. a play area. Yeah. So I think they're just divvying that up where the play area is probably going to be much smaller. You got Shrek's house there and stuff. Okay. I would assume with the trollers, the troll, the troller, the troll stuff, that was that set in the back a bit toward the right. And then when you go all the way back is where Curious George was, which is now going to be Kung Fu Panda. I'm going to assume they may have encroached a bit on the Kung Fu Panda area or the Curious George area because that play that whole thing was huge. Remember there was a, there was the play area out there. That's probably where the Poppy's playground yeah. would go. So that there okay. was a, there was a playground there. There was kind of okay. there's just a bunch of unused space in there. There was like some yeah. signage. So I think that's, that's probably true. where they'll put a lot of that stuff to utilize the space better. Yeah. I, like we said, I don't know if they changed anything with the roller coaster itself, um, but that's what I would guess. Yeah, for that and then Kung Fu Panda. It's just going to be the building structure back there and for that. So Yeah. Well, and there will also be a pass holder preview that they will have. Um, obviously, no details have been given, but um, we will, you know, we'll try to, to attend that and yeah, get a preview of that. Uh, but yeah, sometime this summer. So, I mean, they said Minion Lane was opening this summer and it didn't officially open until August. Like officially, officially. Officially. But then it was basically in what they called... Uh, Test technical, re- rehearsals. technical rehearsals for a few months so that's right. probably what they'll do with this as well yeah so yeah. uh but i mean i'm yeah. so excited i am too i think yeah. i mean our kids are about the perfect age for this they both oh yeah they both love trolls i think honestly a lot of kids don't know about shrek but i think shrek will end up being a really fun area because of the interactiveness with like the donkey and stuff yeah because if you can, you can still find YouTube videos of this stuff. Like it, it was a pretty cool interactive thing. Because again, they have the guy that talks to the donkey and would really interact with the guests, which you don't get that. I mean, Disney used to have that with Mickey Mouse a little bit. Remember they had the pre-recorded stuff that they would talk, uh-huh, mm-hmm. but you don't really get that sort of interaction with uh, other meet and greets. Turtle talk with Crush, does but that's that. not a meet and. But greet. it's not really meet and greet. You know what I mean? Like you screens. don't really. It's a very unique yeah. thing in which you meet characters and you you're actually conversing with them it's not like a pre-recorded thing kind of like the fountain in the lost continent that talks to you right yeah (laughs) um yeah but yeah i'm 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 excited i'm excited for for mostly our children (laughs) to be honest yeah well (laughs) i'm mostly excited for them um but it'll be it'll be a nice addition to this park for sure so agreed yeah yeah You know, Jamie, they say the sense of smell is the most powerful thing a human being possesses. Do they? I don't know. Okay. I just said that, but I'm going to go with it. Therefore, you want to smell things that smell good. Sure. I would assume. We can help you do that. At 1901 Candle Company, we make candles that smell good, and they're inspired by a lot of the things that you love, like Captain America, Rapunzel, 
Harry Potter. Loki. He probably smells mischievous, but your house could smell mischievous as well. (laughs) Wizards brew, which is butterbeer, basically. So Mm -hmm. if you don't like butterbeer, your house can smell of it. Sure. Either way, it's a great time. Fall on Main Street. What does Main Street smell like at fall time? Well, there you go. So you got some great scents. And right now we have a great deal going on. So if you buy three candles, you'll get one for free. So again, buy three candles, get one for free. So add four candles to your cart and use the promo code B3G1 and you'll get one of those for free. Plus that order will qualify for free shipping because anything over $49 gets free shipping as well. Plus we also have bundles you can build for yourself and sample packs because obviously it's hard to know which scents you're going to like without smelling them firsthand. And we have a 1901 candle company guarantee. If you don't like your candles, we will work with you to get you a scent that you like so that you are happy. So go to 1901candleco.com today. All right, well, let's move on to the next story, which is, it was, it was c- confusing, but we can talk about it. So uh, Skull Island, Reign of Kong, is no longer 3D. Yeah. Um, well, first off, I, this isn't a very good ride, in my opinion. I don't, well, I don't really care for it too much. Okay. Being 3D or not, I don't think it really <laughs> makes you feel like you're really riding a, I, I guess it's a, like an excursion vehicle out there. But if I were to guess, and this is a similar thing we talked about with Flight of Passage, these 3D glasses typically aren't cheap. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering if it's just coming down to the fact that they don't want to buy a bunch of 3D glasses for this and just instead make it 2D. Um, It also makes me wonder about the longevity of this ride, if it's going to be around in the next 10 years. Because it's not like... I mean, if you remember correctly about this ride, they made this ride came out before the movie did. This is based off of the movie. Oh yeah, it did open before the movie. Yeah, and the, the anticipation was that this was going to be a, I think, a much bigger hit than it ended up being. And whoops. Yeah, I guess that's a risky <laughs> yeah. run when you kind of assume, you know, I, you know, this is going to be big. And like, it's a decent ride, like you know, with the I mean, dinosaurs and and. Well, King Kong, and you still have the huge King Kong head, like the yeah. animatronic, which is impressive in itself. Which is a callback to the original. Yeah. King Kong ride. Um, I mean, it's basically it's the same ride as Fast and Furious. It's based off the exact same concept, which just comes from Hollywood, the tram oh, tour. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just it's done better than Fast and Furious, but for both of those rides, I don't care for this type of ride where you're on a vehicle and you have screens on both sides because I feel like you just don't get a good view either way. Well, yeah. Um, my personal preference is if you are riding this ride, I, if you can, be on the very, very um, right, like on the passenger side, because that's where you see most of the action. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just my opinion. Yeah. I think it's a, I think the queue and stuff is really well done. And yeah. like it's a, it's a well-themed attraction. I just don't. Yeah, I just the but, ride itself is kind of there. From what people have said about it not being 3D anymore is that it's it's okay. Um, personally, for me, for 3D is hard for me to see just because of I just have some weird head eye issues. So sometimes I don't even wear my glasses. I just I just watch whatever is going on in the ride um, for anything I do if it's 3D. So the fact that it's not 3D any, any longer is probably good for me. Um, but some people have said it's taken away a little bit of the 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 excitement of the ride i guess Mm -hmm. um i don't know we haven't done it yet but just putting it out there 
It is 2D right now. They said they're testing it. We'll see if it sticks. Is Fast and Furious 3D? Uh, is it? I don't think so. I don't think so. No. So is it? <laughs> I, I don't think it is. I don't believe it is. So this would no. be very much in the same line of just making it like that ride. Yeah. I, if I were to make a prediction, though, and we'll talk about this maybe in a, a you know a rumor section, but if I were to guess about this, I don't. I guess it'd be a good bet. Like, do you think Reign of Kong is still in Universal Studios? Let's say by twenty thirty-five. Ooh. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, they spent a lot of money redoing that whole area, and it's it's a pretty big footprint in the in the park. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think I think other things would go first. That's I yeah. I kind of lean know? toward. I think it they probably would like to redo it, but there's a lot of stuff at Universal Studios that has been there, like uh, the Fear Factor. The whole thing back there. I mean, I know they use that stuff for Halloween Horror Nights, but well, Toon Lagoon needs a little bit of uh, yeah, needs some love or some something, something. Um, but I would think that before this, I don't know. I unless don't know. They, I mean, unless they get, and we'll, we'll talk about this in a little bit because I think this will come up again. Unless they get very aggressive with a lot of, um, I'm not gonna say redos, but a lot of different rides, updating them because you do have obviously epic universe opening in about a year the one thing that you don't want to happen is where everybody just wants to go to epic universe because universal's goal here is to get people to stay for a week mm-hmm. to do that you've got to have enough stuff in all the parks that make people instead of just being like let's go a day to epic universe mm-hmm. you've got to have enough stuff where people go yeah let's go here for three or four days maybe five days yeah and part of that could be if they do get really aggressive with okay let's change these rides let's update these rides let's you know you get a lot of this stuff up to date or you know better stuff yeah so. yeah well we'll we'll write it eventually and see what we think so um okay next one we're gonna talk about is that mel's drive-in has reopened from a lengthy refurbishment that is the quick service restaurant that's located in the hollywood section kind of at the corner um right across from transformers Across from Universal Horror Makeup Show. Yep, Horror Makeup Show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Also, fun fact: this was in a Creed music video. Sure was. If you watch it, dang right it was. I can't. Was it arms wide open? It's the one where they're in the boat and they're like sinking. Anyways, you can see Mel's diner in there clearly, and they filmed it there. When you're with me, I'm free. I'm careless. I would have. What's that song called? I'll have to go back on okay, my sorry. playlist and okay. check it out. I'll let you know. <sighs> but uh, yeah, so the exterior here is the same, but the interior has been freshened up. There's new chairs and booth seating and new counter area and moved the jukebox. Yeah. I mean, like other casual dining places at Universal, this is primarily mobile ordering now. Um, there is one register. I think I saw one, maybe two, uh, that takes in-person orders, but they really encourage everyone to use the app to mobile order. Um, But unlike Minion Cafe that just opened this past summer, where someone brings you your food to your table, you still have to go up to the counter to pick up your food here. Yeah. Which I don't know why they wouldn't. Yeah, that's a little bit. I mean, they even did this over at uh, the Richter burger place where they brought it to your table well i think it's the it's going to become the norm now where they bring it to your table so i don't know why they wouldn't do it here unless they just weren't set up for it i agree that's kind of where my confusion was because i think that's what they've been kind of moving toward but Mm -hmm. maybe they will i mean they can always change it to do this but maybe they're just not doing it 
right when they open. But. Yeah. I mean, this is a very popular location to eat at. So, you know, maybe this, they just need a little more work to do. But yeah. um, we're actually going to, we'll review it this sometime soon. Um, next time we get back to Universal. So. I mean, I like a good diner. They have some burgers. And they got I will, some burgers. As a as a self proclaimed burger aficionado, <laughs> uh, I will I will try the I will try the burgers here and uh, yeah, but great. <laughs> it's a well, and it's a, it's a prime spot. I think that's a good spot where a lot of people will utilize because it's like right in the center of the park. Yeah, and so I think mm-hmm. it's a having that been closed, it probably caused a lot more food places to be a little busier than they probably normally otherwise would be. Was it my sacrifice by Creed? Yes, it was. It was my sacrifice. Yes. If you look that up, you can hear uh, a resurgence in Creed and they'll be like, wow, I've been I've been to this place. I, <laughs> I, it is kind of amazing watching. I'm like, wow, they actually I think they flooded that entire area. They put like. a um, it, it, it's so many words. It's like a tarp underneath like on the ground mm-hmm. so yes it was it looked like it was underwater but it really wasn't and i mean the, it was dry underneath. i'd like to thank scott sap when university be like let's film it here and then he's like <laughs> what are we gonna do here scott flood it <laughs> okay <laughs> i don't think that's how he talks but um okay moving on to the next story <laughs> um, like i have no idea how to transition out of that uh the universal orlando app is doing some testing with express pass after four for ap holders I'm listening. So (laughs) Premier Pass holders will be able to use the app to scan their passes for the express lane during the time period from 4 p.m. to close. So your pass must be linked to your app in the the wallet section there. So as it works right now, and this is what we do with Jamie and I, your Premier Pass holders, is whenever you go through the express lane, you show they scan your uh, annual pass. Yeah. So you would just show them your phone or your app on your phone to do that. So I guess it gives you another method. But you can't enter the park, at least yet, with just the app. You can't. I don't think, can you? So here's the thing. I've never so done it. My, pers- for some, whatever reason, I have tried to link my pass to the Universal app multiple times. And it says it's already linked. Yet I can't look at it in my on my app and yeah the there's like weird. i can't access i'm pretty it. sure that's an, so that's an i don't issue. really know anything about it it's an issue a lot of people have experienced we need okay. to go at some point to get it figured out the problem is i don't know if, if somebody at guest services would know i don't you know think they mean? would that's the thing i think it would become an it thing right and maybe have to call them but yeah i mean i i suppose you might be able to if you could enter the park with that and then do it that way that's a nice you know, it's a nice thing. Like we go to Disney. I have the time. I don't have my magic band. I just use yeah. my phone to get in. So yeah. Well, it's so frustrating. And with with Universal how it's set up now, like you're saying, is they're they're just trying to really streamline everything into the app, kind of like Disney has. Yeah. And when it's not, when you have to have the extra cards or the paper tickets and everything, it's it's okay, but it's just not as easy. And so, you know, hopefully they let us do this, you know, pass this test or whatever they're doing for the app and it might not actually end up working. I just don't want it to become the main way. And I've said this for a long time. It's like whenever all these things there, to me, in my opinion, it's kind of laziness. It's like, well, everybody has these smartphones. Let's utilize it. And I'm not saying you don't do that. Like give people convenience and option. But whenever you then say, okay, for instance, like no more park maps, no paper maps. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they ever get away with like, we're not doing physical cards anymore and stuff like that. I feel like then you're utilizing something that you have no control over. So like, for yeah. instance, like AT&T outage happened a couple weeks ago. 
what do you do when the phones don't work? It was pandemonium. Right. And so you're setting yourself up as like you're reliant upon other things to work. Whereas like if you have these other systems in place, yeah, it may be inconvenient to some level perhaps, but at least gives you the ability to function. You know, if, yeah. if your phone's not working or you forget your phone or, you know, some people don't want to use a smartphone. Your phone dies. <laughs> like me. And I woke up on, you know, we woke up the next morning and it apparently came unplugged and I had 30% right off the bat. And it was like, cool. No. So, yeah, I, I just think like I would like it to where it's on there if you need it. Mm-hmm. But I don't want it to become like the main way in which everything gets used. I think sadly that's where it's going. That's where it's headed. But yep, I still, sure. I still, I will be the the old man in the yard screaming, don't do this. But that's just me. That is just you. That's just you. Well, um, okay, so we're going to move on from news, and we're going to move into some rumors. 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 I need that Conan thing where he says rumors. I don't remember that. You don't remember rumors? I don't Conan? remember. He did. Okay. Good Conan back um, in the day. Conan <laughs> O'Brien is who I'm speaking of. Yes. For all those young people out there listening. All those youngins. All right, so the first rumor is that the summer tribute store is going to be themed to Ghostbusters. Yes, please. I hope so. So I think there's a couple of reasons. Yeah. Yeah. I think for a couple of reasons. First off, you do have the 40th anniversary of the first movie. Yep. This year. Plus, you do have the new movie coming out this summer. No, it's coming out this month. Oh, it is this month. Isn't it's it? like the 22nd so or something. I, so I feel like soon. it's a summer movie that they're bringing out early. Yeah. So it's yeah. called Frozen Empire. Yeah. So it makes a lot of sense that this would be the case. And I love how they've been doing this. So first off, I just love the whole idea of the tribute stores anyways. But last yeah. year, it was Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. And then the year before that, it was sort of the 80s movies where you had like Back to the Future mm-hmm. and Jaws and all those. So yep. I like this idea of these summer classic movies, perhaps, being the tribute store during that period of time. Yeah. So I think it would be awesome. Uh, I think I saw the popcorn bucket for the movies now, which is like the, the ghost catcher thing. Oh, I kind of hope yeah. that because I actually want one. I'm gonna put it here in the office because as a kid, oh, I showed you that. Yeah, yeah. as a kid, I lo- I loved the first uh, Ghostbusters. I remember I dressed mm-hmm. up for Ghostbusters for Halloween. I remember the whole thing of like their their guns and stuff they use, like the traps. I always thought those were the coolest things. Like you step on it, and you get a ghost in there. So there's a lot of potential f- with the store if they end up doing it. I think it would be a really cool idea. I think. It would I mean, really it fits cool. directly into like nostalgia retro marshmallow puff man all that stuff and they used to have a ghostbusters attraction there you know like there was presence of ghostbusters in the parks previously so let's retheme kong island to ghostbusters i'm not even kidding that'd be great (laughs) i would i don't know about that i mean i feel like you could start seeing if 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 these new ghostbusters movies are really popular which i don't know i think the last one was okay but i feel like something like that like i i have always been curious i feel like universal would be the park to do this or theme park to do this, which is have an attraction based completely on nostalgia and like retro. Hmm. Like I feel like if you did come up with a Ghostbusters attraction, I really think it would be pretty popular. Okay. Or, you know, pick some other attraction or some other IP that's just like, you know, even back to the future, maybe. I would love that. I don't think that would happen. <laughs> I, would, I know. I wish it would, but yeah. Um. So, so yeah. So usually the tribute store, I mean, the least in the years past, the Mardi Gras tribute store will go until the end of Mardi Gras, which is April, like early April this year. So I'm not sure if we're just not going to have a tribute store for like a month or two, and then it'll open like Memorial Day weekend, I think. Or they could do the rotate where they kind of switch them to the other one. 
Remember they kind of did that when they used that other location? And oh, back and that's right. Because Hollywood and then yeah. also New York. Which um, I think that's a good idea that they continue doing that. I don't I don't know because didn't they use the Halloween Horror Nights um, tribute store over in New York? And they would do that one starting in August. Because Jurassic Park was in Hollywood location until October. Unless they switch it up. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Um, anyway. That's just a rumor. So just putting that out there. And then the second rumor is that the Fast and Furious supercharged attraction may be closing for good. (laughs) I mean, Uh, I feel like I feel like everybody can agree with this. That that, that's that's a round of applause. So the reason, <laughs> so the reason they think this is going to happen is that usually during Halloween Horror Nights, it has uh, the queue serves as one of the like part of the houses for Halloween Horror Nights. So it is open during the day to guests, and then for Halloween Horror Nights, it closes and becomes the you know part of the Halloween Horror Nights. Mm-hmm. Um, the what they are doing this year apparently maybe it's going to happen is that they are going to close it during the day as well because one it cuts down on staffing they need for that ride and they're always looking to cut costs like i mean look at the hours right now mm-hmm. everything's closing at like seven i'm like that's which insane. i hate i wish they <laughs> need to so stay early. they need to stay open later they I really can't do. believe it i know that's one of my like, biggest complaints is just closing too soon i think they close at like eight and nine on the weekend i'm like come on guys yeah i know spring break will be open a little bit later but it's busy enough to where they can stay open later anyway um and then just trying to cut back on on staffing you really you know i'm like sure it's opening right. rides later like in the day stuff like that anyway um but you know the thinking is if it's closing in august for halloween horror nights to get started with all of that then it may not reopen in november and if, well, it, if it doesn't, then what are they going to do with that space? This is one of the newest attractions at in all of Universal Orlando. What year? What year did it open? It would have opened 20... 18-ish, 2018-ish. Okay. I thought it was a little earlier than that, but it Maybe. might be 18. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So again, it's one of the newer ones. Yeah. Um, now, Universal knows that this is not a well-liked attraction, uh, given... Jamie participated in a focus group. <laughs> we were legitimately not even joking, which we uh, NDA'd uh, about this. So we can't speak to what it involves. All I will say is it, it does confirm some things that I think are really awesome. But one <laughs> of the questions they asked was, you know, what they asked, like, what's your favorite attraction? What's your least favorite attraction? And we both in use were like, oh, Fast and Furious. And he's like, yeah, we're well aware. Like they made a joke <laughs> about it. And even the, even the cast member, the team members in there, like, they understand that when they're doing the whole like bit before you get on the ride that like this whole thing is just goofy. Like it's just, it's a well-known thing. Nobody likes it. I think that again, like I was saying with Kong, I feel like if you like redo this and redo say Kong and a couple of these and bring in some really cool attractions, you're going to create a lot of uh, interest and not just going to Epic universe, which I do again, I do think is really important. So Epic Universe obviously is something we're very looking forward to. I personally can't wait for it, but they do need things outside of Epic Universe that draw people into the existing parks. Yeah. And I think if they do this, uh, now the timeline for this probably wouldn't be before Epic Universe opens unless they do some sort of quick little thing on it. But I definitely think this is something that they are, I would assume they are looking at and need to look at. Stuff like well, this. they had planned on putting it in Beijing. 
back in 2018, like whenever it opened. And they, they canceled that because the feedback here in Florida was terrible. Mm-hmm. So that should tell you something. I can't believe people don't like family. I mean, it's all about family. I mean, this, if you've never ridden this, I mean, <laughs> I don't even know how to describe this. other than If you've ever seen Fast and Furious movies and you're like, well, that's a little far-fetched. This ride takes that and just like basically turns Vin Diesel into like Superman. Like at one point he's hanging yeah. off a helicopter and yeah. uh, I, I think All he throws a car. At trying some point. to get to a party. Well, it's a party that, yeah. Yeah, it's all about a party. And we're all family in this mm. party. Listen, I had a game when I was 10 years old. It was on VHS. And I remember what it's called now. Something about get to the party or dance party or something like that. And the whole like thing about the, the about the game was that you had to do all these tasks, these chores, get them done at, at home before you could get to the party. And I was like, am I playing this game of oh, this 10 year old me little girl game? How do you think Vin Diesel came up with the, the idea for man. this? <laughs> He's actually He's like, used that a, idea. I got an idea, guys. <laughs> we got to get to a party. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's not it's not a great ride. Um, it's you know, Fast and Furious is well, Fast and Furious is a franchise that's really big overseas. It doesn't really make that much money here. So those movies, the movies, not the ride. That's what I'm saying. The movies themselves right. are very popular, like Asian markets. You know, mm-hmm. they, if you look at how much money they make, it's typically overseas. So, yeah, I think this needs to be changed out, and it's in a, it's in a great spot, like you know, right over there by. Yeah. Harry Potter, it's just that, it, yeah, it's not good. It's not. I'll be very curious as to what they might do with this, but yeah, I hope this is true. Yeah, because it's a it's a big footprint. I mean, it took over Disaster, which before that was Earthquake, mm-hmm. and also wasn't Kong in there too? I think Kong or was Kong there? where Mummy was. That I don't remember. That was before. I'm getting, I really I'm getting my much. my stuff confused. Um, and then that Beetlejuice little show that they had right there, that old courtyard area, that's yeah. where Beetlejuice was. Anyway, um, but yeah, but it's, it's a rumor so far, so we'll see, we'll see what, uh, Universal comes up with if they, I mean, if they decide to close it for four months and then open it again, I mean, okay, but I don't think anybody would be sad to see it go. Well, you know, they did that with, uh, Poseidon's <laughs> Fury. That's something that it. So this wouldn't be unprecedented that they do this with something that perhaps they're going to do in the future and they just shut it down until they figure what they're going to do. So, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's possible they do that. But um, the one thing I was going to say, another rumor, which we didn't have in the show notes, but is Mm -hmm. that I did read where, again, a rumor for Halloween Horror Nights is that they may do a Ghostbusters house. Oh, I hadn't heard that. Okay. So that was a rumor um, that's just potentially looking at that, which I think would be based off the new movie. So that would be pretty cool. I think that would, you know, yeah. I mean, that'd be like the Beetlejuice house that was more like interactive and, and creative than it was scary. Yeah. I feel like that one would be a scary. Yeah. I don't know though. It's a good movie. It's good movies. I mean, I like the second one more than the first one because there's a beat. Well, we can just act like the one that came out with whatever 2016 version that one never existed. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I, the original ones I've, you know, I remember the second, was the second one where they had the, the stuff came out the the bathtub. Yeah, yeah, that one freaked yeah, me out. Scared me. I think I remember correctly. That was one. I think my grandparents took me, my brother, which I don't. I never oh. recall ever going to a movie with them other than this one. And I do remember we like left 
Really? Well, it was like kind of dark. Yeah. Like I had, I mean, looking at watching it now. Knowing your grandparents. <laughs> that's <well>. crazy. <laughs> yeah. But like, no, looking at it now, I think it was on TV not that long ago. I was like, man, this mm-hmm. was a dark movie. But mm-hmm. yeah, so I, I, re- I definitely like the first one much better than the, than the second one. But, you know, uh, again, I think it would be a good idea to, to do that. So I don't know. I, the movies I watched as a kid, I'm like, I would never let my kids watch. Oh, I was allowed now. to watch so much stuff. Like, oh my gosh. Like I was watching Back to the, Back to the Future is a, a great movie, but like I was watching it at like six years old. I'm like, I don't think I should be hearing this stuff. I think like our later parents. On. I think our parents all just took, <laughs> they just were like, you know what? We're just. I'm fine now. I'm very well adjusted. Everything's great. Just saying. Me and my brother joke all the time. We were allowed to watch Major League. That's rated R. That is a rated R movie with. Oh, how old were you? Oh, I don't even know. Eight, nine. Was it because it was about baseball? I like, guess. oh, might as well be like great. there's there's affairs in that thing. There's dr- language. There's, there's yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's got Charlie Sheen in it. Adult content, sakes. very yes. much so. Yes. Yeah, it's a you know it's a, a different uh, you know I think I was we were allowed to watch kind of you know I still remember Cliffhanger and being traumatized by <sighs> Stallone dropping somebody off of a cliff. Well, how old were you when you watched that? I uh, I think I was probably around ten, if not younger. Oh my gosh! I figured out your why you're scared of heights. It must be cliffhanger. <laughs> <It's> cliffhanger. <laughs> L- Dang you! Literally Stallone. must be cliffhanger. I mean, let's be honest. A fear of heights is a very common thing. Like I'm not. I don't have a <laughs> crippling just, fear. I'm just messing just with you. I mean, it's very possible. Yeah. Stallone is the the core of a lot of my fears. I have the fear of Tango and Cash. If you uh, if you jump in the air, you don't get electrocuted. I remember that part. <laughs> okay. It's random. Also, okay. Also, Kurt Russell. Anyways. Well, um, that's it for the for the show today. We just we just had some news, and the bulk of it was about DreamWorks Land. So we just wanted to talk about that. So, um, we were gonna do a Circus McGurkis review, but we didn't we didn't get we to didn't try make it yet. to Universal because we went to go in. We were both very tired. We're like we're very gonna go tired. in, and the so as part of the um, premier pass holder, you get free valley parking, and we pull in. And they had just put the sign up and said valet was closed, like parking lot's full. And Jamie's feet were really hurting her. And I was like, well, I guess this I is I was also sign. exhausted. Yeah. Like we were at the point yeah. where we're like, okay, we'll go in real quick, do this and leave. And and going to Universal from Disney is not out of the way for us because it's on the way home. So it's not like we yeah. like made a special like trip off of I-4. Not really. It's just right there. I mean, it was um, basically Oregon Trail, if I'm being quite honest. Just, but I will tell you. <laughs> The minute that we were like, oh, okay, let's just not go. Um, we got back on the highway. Jamie was asleep. I was literally out. By the time I was on the on on like the on ramp for I four, she's out, and she didn't wake up until I pulled in the park <laughs> and the driveway. So, okay, can I tell you why? Can I? Well, sh- I'm not mad about. It. I'm just saying. Like, I just thought it was okay. funny. You were just that so, tired. So we had we had planned on doing Circus McGurkis and using some um, special passes we got to ride Hagrid's. Okay, so. Earlier in the day, we were at Epcot, and I rode Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind with one of our friends that was there. And I was like, okay, I really don't want to feel sick today. I'm just going to go ahead and take a Bonine, feel good. It'll be great. So <laughs> I took it about 10 o'clock, and I was fine. The, the ride didn't affect me at all. It was great. And then we got, you know, did lunch and everything, and we're in the car on the way to Universal, and I'm like, well, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm really sleepy. So it was it was the bow nine that was 
the well, cause of that. So if I hadn't been so tired because of that, maybe we would have gone, but it, I would have been like a lost cause. I just would have been well, like, that and your, so your feet were really bothering you. Oh yeah. So I think, but they were. yeah, literally we're just like, okay. And I'm pretty sure you grabbed a blanket and then I, I wasn't paying much attention. And I think I went to say something to you and I look over and you're just out. And night, I was like, night, night, night. Well, AirPod it is. And I just listened to something <laughs> and she was out. So, but yeah, we will do Circus Burgers, Mel's Diner, uh, we'll both like that. But yeah. mainly we want to talk about, you know, uh, obviously DreamWorks land and stuff yeah. like that. So for sure. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, that's it for the show. So um, don't forget to check, check us out on social media. We're all over social media everywhere. Everywhere. Um, on, we're, <laughs> I was going to say X. We are. We're capture the magic everywhere except for TikTok. We're cap the magic. You have that reversed. Oh, I have that reversed. We're cap the magic everywhere except for TikTok. We're capture the magic. Is that right? That is correct. Great. You don't even <laughs> know our you. handles. I'm sorry. I had it. I had it flipped around. I said it wrong. I'm sorry. It's okay. They should all be the same. Eventually, I'll change them all. But yeah. Okay. Um. So check us out over there, and then uh, we're capture the magic community on Facebook. So if you have any questions about what we talked about, feel free to ask questions. It's a wonderful community of people that are there to help, and we are as well. So it's a it's a wonderful place to be. It, indeed yeah that's true um and also club 32 ctmvip.com if you want to sign up for that and i just want to use my sound effects more <laughs> um and what else jared uh well we have other uh shows on the network mm-hmm. if you want even more content so we've got the uh disney world version which we come out on what comes out on thursdays we're talking about uh, obviously disney world and we're gonna be talking about Flower and Garden, this coming episode. Yes. And a food review that may make some people unhappy with us, but we'll mm-hmm. just give our honest review. But I was mm-hmm. just going to say a certain pizza place in the World Showcase was not fantastic, in our opinion. But yes. we'll talk about it and we'll give our reasons. Yep. But, and I have eaten here before then. So I have. I have don't, don't tease it too sorry, much. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Move McDonald's on. wasn't that good. Okay, guys? It's Stop. not that great. Anyway, it's decent food, but go, Anyways. go. Uh, Jamie has trip tales as well. It's her trip mm-hmm. report show. And when's the next one there coming out? A couple of weeks, a couple of weeks. Okay. Yep. And if you want to be on trip tales, you can go to ctmtriptales.com. And if you got a trip coming up, fill out a form. And uh, if Jamie chooses you, she will let you know. That's right. That's how that kind of works. I will. And of course, if you want more content, uh, club32, ctmvip.com. And uh, like I said, I think we're going to, I'm going to start pulling. We're going to ask the club members. You know, what kind of content do you want? Instead of us just guessing, you know, just be like, go to you guys. What do you guys want? So uh, I think a lot of people, uh, it has been voiced in the past. Maybe we'll do some more, you know, additional podcasts, pod, maybe exclusive podcasts or extra podcast episodes, stuff like that. So uh, again, ctmvip.com is where you go for that. And uh, yeah, that's it. Um, as far as universal trips go, um, I think we'll probably go back sometime in April. I don't think we have anything on the books for March. Um, and we do plan on doing more um, like food reviews just because we, with Universal compared to Disney, we're kind of playing like, I don't know, catch up where there's a lot more places we need to try. So we're going to start doing that more like with Circus Burgers and uh, Mel's Drive-In. So we'll get, we'll get going on that. Yeah. I also want to do more snack stuff at Universal because I feel like Universal is going to start doing more snack stuff, but I feel like that's a place, that's an area where they kind of lag, say, compared to, say, Disney World. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe try and find some cool Because yeah. I like reviewing snacks. You do. Because it's, you do. again, it's like, it's not as much of a, like, I feel like a lot of people too, they like, it, it's not that big of a deal to go try a $7 snack. 
Mm-hmm. You know, go try it. If it's good, okay. If it's not, if it's not good, not the end of the world. If it's great, then hey, that's really cool. Versus, you know, a sit down meal at any theme park is going to be a little expensive, and uh, things like that. So I, I enjoy doing the snacks. So I'm hoping to find some more snacks at Universal. Okay, sounds great. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Jared, for being here, being present in my presence. You're very welcome. (laughs) Thank you, everybody, for listening or watching. And as I always like to say, we will see you in the parks. Bye. Bye.